Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Catholic Talk Show. Today we're going to be talking about celebrities you may not know are Catholic. Yeah, we're going to look at some of the biggest names in Hollywood that are actually Catholic and how their Catholicism affects their work, their public persona, and more. Inquiring minds need to know. All right, really grateful you're joining us for another episode. Really excited about today. We have Jacqueline Burkpile here with us from Church Pop. Jacqueline, Bing. welcome. Hello. And we've got Ryan Shield and Ryan. Father Rich Pagano. What's up? Yeah, really excited about this episode. Um, so who are we going to be talking about? Well, we're going to be talking about a lot of people that you've seen their movies, you've seen their shows, you've heard them play music, and they're very influential in secular culture. But you might not know that they are actually Catholics. And I think the perception is that in Hollywood, it is a completely godless, forsaken place, which is partially true. But there's also some very good Catholics there. There's also some Catholics who are trying to be good Catholics. And there's also some people that you would never uh you know, expect to be Catholic that actually are. There's a couple of people on this list that I was absolutely shocked to right. find out yeah. that they're Catholic. Right now, not all of these people, you know, I don't think, I think if you go into this episode with the expectation that we're going to be talking about uh, saintly Catholics in Hollywood, you're probably going to be disappointed. Now, there are certainly some Catholics in Hollywood who, you know, put our faith to shame, who are just incredible people, who are incredibly orthodox. But then there's also one incredibly philanthropic too. Yeah, I mean, I'm not ashamed. Very, very generous. You're one of I'm the. I'm not ashamed. You're one of the stars. Nobody's putting me to shame. I'm not a shameful guy. You're not a shameful guy. You're not. You're, Jacqueline, you're absolutely shameless. Yeah, I'm I not definitely know. Yeah. See? Yeah. Right. You know, and another thing too is you practice your faith, right? Yes. We're talking about practice. Practice. We're talking about practice. That's here. all it is. I mean, that's what it's all about. You practice this right. stuff. You practice every day. Yeah. So we'll go through some of these uh, celebrities, and then I think we should also talk about uh, essentially how there's this. I don't want to say double standard, but celebrities are held to different standards than your rank and file person on the streets. Mm -hmm. And because they're public and they're, right? they're under yeah. the spotlight constantly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. could you imagine living your life out uh, in the public sphere and having your faith be part of that? And, and being how trolled, that, yeah. being trolled, you know, how people troll people. Yeah, you I mean, know that. You know that. Yes. People troll definitely. you? Yeah. Well, people troll the website all the time. Church pop uh, website. Yes. Yeah. We I, got a couple of trolls too. So why don't you tell us a little bit about Church Pop and what it is and where they can find it and how that uh, got rolling. Well, we you can find us at churchpop.com and on Facebook and Instagram and, well, Twitter too. So we reach out to, we just, our ministry is fun and informative and we cover anything that we think is going to engage our audience, whether they're Catholic or Christian, mm -hmm. and we're part of the EWTN network. So, and I'm the editor, if I, we didn't say that already. So if there's a, a misspelled word, they, they would reach out to you. Oh yeah. Okay. And I'm sure they do. <laughs> they always do. Trolls. Yep. Misspelled word trolls. <laughs> we're going to have to put you on speed dial for us too, because sometimes we have some misspelled words. Do you help with pronunciation? <laughs> uh, I can. <laughs> 
Yeah, we have a problem with Latin. We do. Yeah, yeah, we do have a problem with Latin. Our Latin yeah. is, I think, as they say in Latin, no bueno. <laughs> <laughs> well, my husband can help with that. He, he knows Latin. Speed dial. So this, yeah. these church, these uh, these these church pop posts. Is it just regarding like popular people, or what, how do you how do you approach like material and content for your for your website? Well, I think it's just based on what we think is going to reach the most audience, the most the most people. So interesting stories. Yes, interesting and, story, yeah. like such as you know, we do a lot of a lot of stuff on celebrities because that helps people, you know, identify with I, their faith. And, yes. Identi yeah. Identify with their faith and understand that, you know, these are people too. Celebrities are people too. And they, they don't just, they, they're not just, you know, things to look at in the spotlight. Cause mm -hmm. whenever you, I mean, Whenever I meet, for instance, a Catholic celebrity, you're like, oh, well, they're human, like too. Him? Like yeah. our celebrity priest right here? I'm yeah. no Mike Schmidt. You're, you're, no Mike yeah. Schmidt. I'm you're no Mike a C-list. I'm, I'm, I'm not even thinking I'm on the C-list. You're, you're the Kathy Griffin. Yeah, if you want him to come talk at your parish, it's really cheap. Yeah. <laughs> Just pay for my flight. <laughs> no, I, you know, I think the way that Church Pop covers media and the, the types of stories that they cover really connects Catholicism to a more of an everyday uh, occurrence than maybe EWTN or National Catholic Register does, which is maybe more inside baseball for mm, yeah. more mm -hmm. um, rank-and-file Catholics. But Church Pop does a great job covering celebrities and occurrences and kind of viral stories. Yeah. So we thought it was great to have you on this episode to talk about celebrities. Now, it is great to have you. I've you got, I've got first to say, female guest. That's true. So big, yeah. big, big shout out. <laughs> that's to, awesome. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that's cool. You yeah. know, I've, I follow Mark Wahlberg and I just love anything that I see him on, like I'm, besides, you know, all yeah. the movies and stuff like that. But yeah. whenever he's with like a bishop or, you know, talking about, you know, Vocation. Ash Wednesday or vocations or Lent or whatever, yeah. I just eat that up because I just think the world of, of Mark Wahlberg I'm a big fan. You I'm are. a big he, fan. And you guys corrected me. He doesn't go by Marky Mark. He doesn't anymore. go by Marky Mark. No, he would choke you yeah, out. Of Which <laughs> actually, that would be great to have Mark Wahlberg on the show to see him choke yeah. you out, you know, yeah. by calling him Marky Mark. Let's Gosh. do that for, I, for charity. I would love to meet him Celebrity someday. Celebrity death he, I mean, I, I know that we haven't started on our list yet, but he he goes to church every day. Yeah, he's pray. awesome. And he, I mean, I don't know if he goes to daily mass every day if but I do know he goes to church, which is I got amazing. I a video of him from a friend of mine that lives in Hollywood. He uh, videotaped a talk that he was giving. It was pretty good. Maybe mm -hmm. we can use well, that or post that. Yeah, he's so involved. So if you're not following Mark Wahlberg, definitely go on Instagram. Go on you know, social media. Follow I think Mark it's Wahlberg. at Marky Mark. At Marky Mark. <laughs> <laughs> so, no. But you know, if you're not, go, make sure that you do that. Somebody else that you need to follow is the Catholic Talk Show. So on all of the social media channels, from Twitter to Instagram to Facebook. We're out there. We want you to be with us on this journey of faith. And also visit us at catholictalkshow.com where you can find out any way that you could listen in or view. If you do want to view, view us on YouTube. And when you go to our channel, The Catholic Talk Show, make sure that you subscribe and click the little bell. So whenever we have a video, it's producing on your feed so you know that you're not missing anything that we're producing. Yeah, you're helping making us uh, celebrities, and we appreciate <laughs> yeah. it. Move me up from the D list, like maybe to no, C+. plus. C plus. C plus. C plus. Best. It's the best. <laughs> and somebody else who's the best is our patrons. Yeah. So patreon.com yes. forward slash 
the Catholic Talk Show. It gives you an opportunity to support our show financially. There's special content and also some, you know, special items like coffee mugs and sweatshirts. Swag. Swag, Catholic swag, as well as a vampire slaying kit. Do we still have that? We still have those. Ooh, awesome. Awesome. And there's vampires out there need slaying. Yeah, there it is. So, yes, Padre. So which celebrity are we going to first? All right. So I, I think to start off this list, uh, there's a lot of great stories about him on Church Pop, and I'll make sure that I share those out. But this is one of them. Look, if you don't love this guy, there's probably something wrong with your moral compass. John Wayne. No. Bill Murray. Oh, Bill, Bill Murray. Murray. Oh, Bill Murray so is a national treasure. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I don't know anybody who doesn't like Bill Murray. Yeah. He's I just, don't. No, just kidding. His, his sister, <laughs> I'll trust you. His sister is a nun, right? Or something like Absolutely. that? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. She is a Dominican wow. traveling nun. And wow. she does plays, I think, about St. Catherine of Siena. Oh, yep. wow. All over the country. Wow. And she still That's travels. Cool. So she just got, I think she was just touring this summer. Yeah. I've got to bring her to the diocese. That would be cool. Yeah. So she's she's a nun who does a, what, a touring like show. So like yeah. she acts. So yeah. I guess, you know, the acting runs in the family. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pretty epic. Bill Murray's like he's he's got he's got this weird like this 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 aura about him where he like shows up at people's parties randomly yeah. and you know what the best story I ever heard about Bill Murray is what's that? And I believe this story. Some guy was sitting there eating at a Wendy's. Mm-hmm. Bill Murray just walks in, walks up to someone's table, looks him in the eye, takes one French fry, eats it, and then looks at him and says, "No one will ever believe this happened." <laughs> and then just walked cool. out. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So like Bill, I was in Wendy's and Bill Murray came up and ate one of my French fries. He's like, no, it didn't happen. And Bill Murray's like, no one will ever believe that this happened. Yeah. Uh, you know, Did he like walk up behind somebody in the bathroom in the urinal and he like covered covered his eyes? That's I think that's a true Bill Murray. I mean, you can totally picture Bill Murray doing something like yeah. that. Now, He's I don't, know, hilarious now, I don't know if this oh, is going to ruin your perception of Bill Murray because, you know, we know how you roll. <laughs> how do I roll? Very gently and softly with your soap opera beard, <laughs> and you always you always bust on me for being too traditional. But Bill Murray definitely falls in that camp. Oh, does he go to the Trinity mm-hmm. Mass? He's so. This is a quote from him. He was giving an interview, and he's like, "I miss the old Mass, and I tend to disagree what they call the new Mass. I think we lost something by losing the Latin." Wow. Now, if you go to Catholic Mass, even just in Harlem, it can be in Spanish, it can be in Ethiopian, it can be in any number of languages. Um, but the words aren't the same. So, he, you know, to his mind, not having the... Dilutes the it dilutes the, the meaning because you've got all these different interpretations. And the, uni- the, the, the universality the, the, exactly. of, the, yeah. of the celebration right. of the liturgy in one language, the yeah. language of the church, Latin, being celebrated in any church around the world all would show that All the major religions have a liturgical language. Universality, yeah. yeah. yeah they have a, a sacred language that mm-hmm. the, the Jews mm-hmm. have Hebrew and the, the Muslims But it's not have. to discount the vernacular and the delivery of, of revelation hey, look, man, take in it up with Bill Murray, the language me. that's understandable. Take it up with Bill Murray. No, but I, I think I think that's true. And then even in Vatican II documents, the encouragement is that Latin is still used, you know, within the, you know, for example, the Sanctus, the Agnus Dei, Mysterium Fidei, all of these, all of these different, uh, you know, Latin expressions liturgically is encouraged to be used in the Novus Ordo. Yeah. So Bill Murray, that the comedian that everyone loves is a devout Catholic with a sisters who is a Dominican nun That's who misses the Latin mass. That's, I don't Pretty know cool. how many people out there expected that from Dr. Vinkman. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, That's another fabulous. one, I think this one, what's, 
uh, Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton. Mm-hmm. Now, mm. what's the show that they're on? Isn't it like the, the voice? voice? The voice. The voice. Yeah. The vibe. The vibe. <laughs> <I> watch <laughs> TV. <laughs> the, yeah. the voice. Yeah. I don't, so I don't. I don't watch TV. Are they both they. Catholic? Well, here's the interesting thing. So, uh, in researching this, I got some insider Hollywood gossip. Oh, oh yeah. like, Look, man, I love gossip. <laughs> Everyone's out there like, when's Gwen and Blake getting married? What's mm-hmm. going on? Why aren't they married yet? And you know? I do. You're in the know, bro. Here, so, okay, tell us. Tell you us. don't tell watch us, TV, but us. you have all of the... Uh, I, have, I have connections. I'm at the edge of my seat. And, so, <laughs> and on the website, it says juicy info. Oh, we you pay, pay for juicy info. We pay for juicy info. info. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so according to the insider knowledge, the reason that Gwen and Blake have not gotten married yet is because Gwen Stefani is incredibly Catholic. And until they can um, get a get proper permission from the church to get married, she won't get married. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. I had no idea. Yep. Yeah, she's I have such respect for for that position. I mean, that's that's amazing. Yeah. Now Gwen Stefani actually follows one of the websites that Ryan and I run, you Catholic. Yeah. 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 Like we'll be on Instagram and we'll post a story and Gwen Stefani will like it. And we're like, yeah. it's pretty cool. That's yeah. fabulous. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for the you follow, guys. Gwen. I mean, that's that's impressive. Yeah, yeah. Th- thanks, Gwen. Like, that's, like and subscribe. Your yeah. B list. I'm B. Yeah, you B. Yeah, we got some. <laughs> so good what about content. Blake? I guess I bet you she follows Church Pop. Um, that, uh, I didn't think Blake was Catholic. I didn't Is he Catholic? Either. No, but he but he said he will convert. Really? Yeah. Well, that look, that's yeah. wow. But we used I, to record out in Hollywood, and uh, you know we know met some people out there. Slip a. Slip a 20 like in uh, Hollywood Confidential. A like, 20. hey, give me the infor- information. <laughs> What's going on? What's going that's on? That's amazing. Yeah. That is. That's cool. Hey, what's her. going on with Gwen and Blake? I got I a Jackson Gwen. that wants to know 20 yeah. bucks. <laughs> I think she's great. Just a great musician. Mm-hmm. Really spunky. Mm-hmm. Italian. I love yeah. her personality. Yeah, oh, me yeah. too. She's just so joyful yeah. all the time. And she's so kind. Like, just yeah. really genuinely kind person. Yeah. Loving. You know, the way she supports all of her artists that she, you know, I watch The Voice from and you time know, to it, time. You know, uh, you can say a lot of things about her, but you, I know for sure that she is no Hollaback girl. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no Hollaback girl. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote a song about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Father Rich, you are bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. <laughs> oh gosh. Bananas. So um, another thing that I think just about everyone in the country watches is late night TV, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we're in maybe the golden era of competition in late night TV. Now, they're, I don't think they're quite the standard that they used to be, but the four big ones are Fallon, Kimmel, Conan O'Brien, and Stephen Colbert. Colbert. Wow. Mm-hmm. Right? The Catholic Church has a complete monopoly. Every, All four of them are Catholic. Mm-hmm. So all of the major uh, night, tonight shows. I didn't know Jimmy shows. Kimmel. Mm-hmm. Yes, he is. Yeah. Now, there was an article I read are on Church Pop. Are they all practicing? I know Colbert practices. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. So I, I was read an article on Church Pop, actually, where Colbert was... Um, Actually, I'm sorry. Kimmel was defending uh, priests Priest. against yeah. the accusation that they're all I saw that. You know, abusers. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Good yeah. for him. It was on Church Bob. Do you know Colbert? He ruined the King is Glory, the King of Glory song. Oh, yeah, the King the, of Glory. It, yeah, that, he, he was the one who wrote it. No, do you know who ruined that? The person who wrote it. Well, that's true. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. But the way, because I mean, I heard that annually in church. But now I can't. Oh, it's a terrible song. The worst. What? But seeing him. The king of, of glory, glory comes to nation. Rejoice. Sing a girl. Open the, the gates for him. Lift up your voices. 
Yeah, but he did. Have you seen that? Have you seen that video of Stephen no, Colbert? No, I haven't. He dances to the whole thing and sings Wait, to the I point have. of exhaustion, and then he just <laughs> collapses. It Col- is Colbert is actually a catechist at his church. Yeah. Now he's he was. I don't know if he is. Well, I don't know if he, he still is. But I mean, look, all these education. guys are pretty liberal, right? They, yeah. and I, they really are. Mm-hmm. And I don't think anybody would say, "Oh, well, they are right in line with doctrine." But I do think that they're. You know, I don't think it's an accident that all four of these people who are in this conversational setting who have both a, a balance between humor and the ability to really have dialogue with other people come from Catholic backgrounds. Mm-hmm. I think that says something about the way that the faith forms somebody in their formative years mm-hmm. that allows them to be very, uh, to have that type of relationship and also to balance humor, promotion, and all of those types of mm-hmm. things. So, mm-hmm. uh Jimmy Fallon, he's another guy that says uh, he misses the Latin mass. Mm. Mm-hmm. Bring Latin back. Yeah. What did yeah he he's, he's a pretty positive dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he said he's, um, there's an, I'm on church, Pop. <laughs> says Bill Murray and Jimmy Fallon missed the old Latin mass. And that, uh, so Fallon wasn't giving an interview. He's like, I, I went out to L.A. and I was trying to go to mass and everyone's holding hands and playing guitars. And <laughs> he's like, and I'm not, he, people are lifting each other up like Simba. And the Lion King, uh, <laughs> throwing beach balls and <laughs> lighting lighters, holding hands. Oh holding my hands. gosh. Yeah. He's like, this is too much. And then he said, so all this stuff's going on. And I think to myself, this is too much for me. I want the old way. I want to hang out with the nuns, go to the grotto, straight up, just mass, mass. So, mm. yeah. What's the deal? It's just weird with the holding hands stuff. What is that? Is that like some new phenomenon or something? Like Holding hands like it, during it, the Our Father? Yeah. Like th- sometimes I'll sit next to somebody at church and then, you know, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really hand. like holding hands with people during and mass. I don't want to be mean and rude. You know, but it's I like, don't either. Yeah. But pretend, no. sometimes I pretend like I'm sick yeah. and I'm all oh, look. Yeah. Just never break the cross during mass, you know, and then you're fine. That's what they used to teach. Do you, do you stand there at mass like this whole time? The whole time for real? No, no, <laughs> he doesn't like, do that. Well, mass with you. <laughs> the whole time I'm like Johnny, stop, you know. Um, Another now, this is another really interesting um, celebrity story about the Catholic faith, and that's uh, Martin Sheen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He oh did my that gosh, movie. he is just—I I can't even believe—we have a quote on Church Pop about Martin Sheen. What's that? Oh wait, yeah. Oh, you don't know? So okay. Why you look for that now? Martin Sheen's not his real name. For real? No, it's not. I didn't know that. So here's so Martin Sheen. Well, you know he has two sons, right? Charlie Sheen. Yeah. And then his other son, um, Emilio, Emilio Estevez. Estevez. Well, what's up with that, right? Oh, yeah. Right? What's both, up with that? They're both biologically full brothers, so why do they have separate names? Because they change their name when they act. Yeah. So do you know what Martin Sheen's real name is? What? Francisco Estevez Martinez. Wow. No wonder he changed his name. He changed That's his, a cool name, though. That's a it cool is. name. But he changed his name because he wanted to make it in Hollywood. Sure. And do you know who he named himself after? Who? Fulton Sheen. Yeah. What? No Sheen, way. Charlie cool. Sheen has the last name Sheen because they changed their family name because of uh, Venerable Sheen. Fulton Sheen. I Good. would oh, have never phenomenal. thought Beautiful. that. Yeah. Mm, Ever. Yeah, Martin Sheen growing up, um, he was, I think there was 10 kids in his family. Um, his mother died young and it was his father and 10 kids and they were going to basically split him up and go to orphanages. Oh, wow. And if it weren't for the um, the nuns, 
um, in Holy Catholic, Holy Trinity Catholic Church in Dayton, Ohio. Mm. The nuns and the church and the community provided for them to keep all the kids together. Right. So like beautiful story. Yeah. Wow. You know, he did this. He did a movie called The Way. The Way. And, oh, and it yeah. was the uh, most popular pilgrimage. It's the um, what is the it? Visa. Yeah, the, the Santiago de Compostela yeah. with the yeah. the Way. You know, yeah, they, you, you're going yeah, on. the Way of Saint James. I'm yeah. hoping to. Oh, yeah. Not with those yeah. knees. You're not, not with yeah. not with these current knees. Yeah. Beautiful movie, man. Yeah. It was oh, like yeah. really, yeah. It was so beautiful, man. Mm-hmm. It was a really, really cool, inspiring movie. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Well, with an interview in an interview with says onbeing.org. I've never heard of it, but it was a spiritual interview. He said that he had uh, returned to the church after falling away, and it was the single most joyful moment of my life. And then he talked about the Eucharist, and he said regarding prayer, that communion at the Eucharist, and for the most part, I'm just so stunned and so joy-filled that for the most part, I just say, Thank you. Mm, yeah. Thank you for your presence. That's what Eucharist means. Right? And that's exactly yeah, Eucharist. Eucharistine. Yeah. yeah. Thank, thanks. So wow. that, that goes to what we were sharing last night, you know, about how complicated we make evangelization and how we, yeah. you know, we complicate things in delivery. Yeah. When you were sharing last night, it's, it's all about the Eucharist. And that's been your motto from the first moment that I met you, like, 14 years ago or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's, it's that central, central reality that he is with us. Yeah. It's just so amazing. Like hum, human frailty. Like I, I never knew that I, I, when I was a kid, I heard God speaking to mm-hmm. me in my mm-hmm. heart during the Eucharistic time and afterwards. And, and then I, I fell away from the church. And when I came back, I literally came back. I met Christ in the Eucharist and I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is you. Right. Completely radically changed my life. Like the scales just came off. And, and then I'm like, what, 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 what are we doing as a ch- church? Like, this is, this is the single most powerful thing person on, on the, pl- this, the like, stop everything you're doing and preach that. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it, it is, it's not only medicine for the sick, but it's the most beautiful communion you can have with God. And, it's and like, to, con- to consider that, you know, 68 or 70% of Catholics don't believe in the true presence of Jesus. Mm-hmm. We need more opportunities in yeah. the liturgy to be able to express what we truly believe and to draw the attention to the reality of Christ's presence yeah. in the Eucharist. Do this in remembrance of me. Yeah, you know, talking about Martin Sheen and Fulton Sheen, Fulton Sheen had a great quote about the Eucharist. He says that uh, the greatest love story of all time is contained in a tiny white host, mm-hmm. the divine romance. Yeah. 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 I just, it just lights me up, man. He just lights me up every time mm-hmm. I eat him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I tell my kids too, we're going to eat Jesus. That's what I say. We're going to go eat Jesus. We're going to church. We're going to eat Jesus. <laughs> That's, I'm, all, I'm all over yeah. about that. You yeah. know? So the banquet, the feast, man. And it's true. And to think that we share at the same altar, the same table with some of these celebrities that we're talking about, but yeah. really when it comes to true celebrity, true True star capacity, mm. the light that is in Jesus is is something that we all need and we're yeah. all desperate for. And the celebrities we're talking about, and I just love that quote that you just shared, realize that same reality and they're they're drawn to it the mm. same way that we are. All right. So let's talk about a couple other Catholic celebrities. Let's get into this list and maybe move a little bit faster and uh, get into some other conversations. But did you know that Fergie's Catholic? Fergie. Fergie. No way. Black Eyed Peas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, she gave an interview. She says uh, every Saturday night they go to the vigil mass, and then like good Catholics afterwards, they go out and drink wine. Nice, <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Uh, the boss, Bruce Springsteen. Ma. Oh yes, I did know that. Yeah, he's he his whole you know 
lot of people who study Bruce Springsteen like music because people do because they're like obsessive about his music. But, right. you know, Catholic imagery and the Catholic experience is completely woven throughout all of his music. Um, I have not seen that. I thought he was. He was falling. I USA. think he fell away. Mama Mary. But he he said all of his music <laughs> is his Catholic faith is intertwined in his lyrics. Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. He said this during a Tony's performance. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Yes, I like it when they publicly like declare their faith. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Because you know, a lot of people. Um, we, we're familiar with some people in Hollywood that are actors that. They don't go public for certain reasons. They're good reasons, but they don't want to have that. There's a lot of secret. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of celebrities in Hollywood who are secretly very Catholic, very Orthodox, who can't really let it be known but out of fear of losing work. Well, it's not just losing work, but it's it's the work that God's doing in them that they are they're they're considering. It's it's not it's not like you know, greed play. Right. It's like, look, I'm going to be wise. able to make more. Yeah, I'm going to make more impact here if I don't wear it on my sleeve, you know, and offend X, Y, and Z or whatever. Um, it's pretty interesting, you know. I mean, some of them where you know, some of them are just like, you know what, I'm going to say it, and some of them don't. There's oh. a there's a group called the Friends of Abe. It's a it's a underground sort of faith network with Gary Sinise started it, and um, and a lot of Christian. That's Captain Dan from. What's that? Gary Sinise, Captain Dan from yeah, Forrest Captain Gump. Dan. Yeah. yeah, and he was in CSI for a long time. They they started this, and and it's a group of people that they get together and and just support each other and pray and things like that. That's my understanding. It's That's on Wikipedia cool. too. When, when people of celebrity use the platform to proclaim a deeper faith that they have, I think it's a wonderful opportunity to encourage men and women that they that that they you know uh, that they have reach. To, you know that they can that they can proclaim that as a pretty special yeah. special thing. Yeah, going back to the boss, he said uh, Bruce Springsteen. He said, um, you know, he was a fallen away Catholic, and you know, he's super liberal and supports gay marriage and abortion or whatever. But he says that um, he he's almost seventy now. And he said, uh, as you get older, you start to get closer to the other world, and. He said he's finding himself more and more drawn back to the Catholic Church, and that he keeps—he's been visiting his small Catholic church more because the older he gets, the stronger he feels uh, the pull back to it and, and the impact that it's had on him. So, mm. there you go, the boss, Catholic, mm. the boss. Uh, this is a good one, Antonio Banderas. Oh yes, Banderas. Antonio Zorro. Antonio. Banderas. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Zorro. Zorro. So Antonio Banderas, he's a Catholic. Now, he actually is the officer of a lay Catholic movement in Spain, and they do all kinds of, like, um, Holy Week processions. Like, he's out there in the streets of Spain doing processions for Holy Week. Oh, that's excellent. And I bet you they don't treat celebrities the same in Spain as they do here. No. Probably not. I just think the public ridicule and, like, the eye that is on them constantly— is it's just that's a pressure that I, mean, I, think, I would never want. That's to be called to something like oh, that. Oh, God bless. You know? I think it has a lot to do with the media. You mm-hmm. know, they want to nitpick at everything mm-hmm. yeah. and just, you and know, tear someone pull, apart. pull people apart. Yeah. And it's yeah. just completely draining. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, emotionally. It's, yeah. Like so the Hispanic culture, it, it celebrates faith and, and it, it has a sense of, they're very proud that Antonio Banderas lives out his faith in such a beautiful way, and 
And I think the, the person that, uh, when I think of Catholicism in America, you know, Mark Wahlberg, the, where, the way he wears his faith, and he's just very, very confident and very out there, you know, living out his Catholic beliefs, um, is similar. But, you know, I don't know if he receives criticism or, or you know, contrasting voices. So, but- when, so when you post an article on Church Pop about celebrities, um, do you find that in the comments, a lot of people are saying, well, this person's not a good Catholic. Oh, yeah. or, so what, what kind of comments it's, and what do you experience with that? Well, it's really, sometimes that's draining too, because when we post something, we do put a disclaimer a lot of times at the bottom of each article saying, well, this person has done this. Um, not all the time because, okay, we, to me, nitpicking at every bad thing somebody is doing is not going to lead them to greater holiness. Mm -hmm. You know, we need to evangelize and follow and show the example rather than pointing a finger and criticizing someone all the time. That's a good Um, point. Yes, we need to, but we don't, I mean, we, we need to take the good from what that person is doing and show people, Hey, this is, this is beautiful. This is such an example and it's brave. And so when we see there are so many people who say, well, this person is a bad Catholic or this person believes this and yes, it's wrong. And we condemn that completely. But how many of us, what, I mean, what does Jesus say in the, in the scripture? He's who will be the one to cast the first stone. Mm-hmm. Each of us has some kind of fault that we are guilty of, you know, some are more serious than others. Yes. And we're not supposed to, um, we're not supposed to glorify mortal sin. No. Mm-hmm. I mean, and of course we need to say, okay, well, this person does this, but not everything they do is going to be great. And it's, it's a really, it's, it's, I mean, I feel like when we, when we belittle people like that, we are too busy picking at somebody else rather than thinking about how we can become better and holier. I, yeah. I totally agree. The, I was watching this Netflix documentary on Mike Tyson and his manager, D'Amato, and how D'Amato just really almost adopted Mike Tyson. Yeah. I mean, he technically did. I mean, Tyson was living with him and, you know, Tyson was coming straight off of the streets mm-hmm. and, you know, Robin stealing, you know, clearly his faults were before him. Um, and he was being, you know, uh, categorized in that way. And D'Amato got in his head and he started challenging him to become greater and, you know, expressing that he's a champ. He's, he's excellent. You know, just giving him the vision of, and the confidence boost that he's undertaking something great. And, you know, it takes special people like his manager, D'Amato, or, or, you know, somebody to, to really build you up as opposed to picking at your faults constantly. Each of us are imperfect. Each of us are sinners before God. The scripture is very clear that it says the righteous man sins seven times a day. And, you know, that's righteous people. Most of us are, are pursuing Christ, but we need each other's voices in, the, in, our, in each other's lives, yeah. supporting, you know, growth, yeah. supporting holiness, yes. supporting the capacity of greatness that you have. When you have somebody in your life that's mentoring you, coaching you, helping you, giving you an idea of who you are, like you were before, you, to me, like, you're no Mike Schmitz, right? right. That's, that's helping. Which is true. <laughs> you, you, you are no Mike Schmitz. You're called a greatness. But, <laughs> but hold on, hold on. 
Father Schmitz, if you're looking for a new gig, <laughs> say the word. He's out. <laughs> Hit us up on Instagram. But but um, add us. <laughs> no, I mean we. The easiest thing is to pick on each other's faults. It's yeah. the thing that's most most visible. And celebrities, I think, are are definitely up there as as constantly being in the limelight. So of course, you know, you're going to see the faults. You're going to see the falls. Politicians, priests. P- police officers, people that are in the public square that are taking up some type of leadership are always going to be ridiculed and looked at. But man, do we need a different cultural shift to be yeah. able to support each other, right. especially in weakness? Yeah, our it, media loves tearing people down. Oh, man. There's oh. nothing more than that the media likes than building someone up and then tearing them down. I look at it like the consumption of media. Like that's what's driving it, right? I mean, like people love... They love negativity. They love negativity. That's like what it they is. Love, I mean, that's why I got mm-hmm. off Facebook. I'm like, this is ridiculous. These people and these mm-hmm. comments and these things. It's like, it's like they just sit around all day and try to get in fights, you know, behind a mm-hmm. computer. But you know, uh, you look at it. It's a, it's a cultural thing. It's the consumption of media. That's why we do the Catholic right. talk show. Uh, but you know, I, I always look at it like, man, I I need Christ so much in my. I'm such a sinner, and I look at these people. If it's if it's doesn't move you to prayer, mm-hmm. then then you need to start practicing that mm-hmm. as a Catholic. You need if if you want if your initial thing is to tear somebody down, move yourself to prayer for them. Move yourself to compassion for them. The compassion that Christ has for them. Mm-hmm. Instructing the ignorant is a work of mercy. It's not like uh, you know point right. your finger at them. Mm-hmm. It's a work of mercy. It's it's merciful, and right? It's important to admonish the sinner, but it's also important not to cast the stone because we like we said, are sinners as well. And, you know, it's also draining too to see so many negative comments about like this person, say we cover something about Stephen Colbert. Yes, I know that he is a flaming liberal. Yeah. (laughs) But that doesn't mean everything he does is bad, Mm -hmm. you know, because we all have a soul and we all are yearning for Christ, whether we know it or not. And a, a brother priest uh, commented on something that Stephen Colbert had done that was just very, um, you know, very admirable. And, you know, he mentioned it in a homily because he was deeply, deeply touched by it. And then next thing you know, multiple letters were written to the bishop. Like, how dare he how support How dare it? he, you know, and he wasn't supporting any type of political position. Yes. He was just mentioning, right. you know, something right. that he had done that was admirable. And again, it's, you know, I can't even imagine being a bishop today, Ugh. you know, especially, I mean, I get, I get letters from time to time. Well, I know probably that, not an issue that you're going to have to worry about. Yeah. Well, I know. Yeah, <laughs> clearly. I mean, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> never going to, but you think about these bishops who receive letter after letter after letter of complaint about all of their priests, and they're spending all of their time responding to these it's letters. It's like a hand. really old school Facebook. They're just hearing everyone oh, talk. It, exactly. Right. All day long. But I think deep down, fundamentally, in the human heart, we're wounded. You yeah. know, we are. all of us are wounded, and we have an option. Either we open ourselves up to the healing rays of the Son of Justice that's in the book of Malachi, the person of Jesus Christ that can heal those wounds, or we're constantly seeking to stick blame on why I feel the way that I do. And any opportunity that I could express my anger, my aggression, my frustration because of my wound, and I could latch into somebody, it's going to give me that sense of catharsis. But we know in that sense of weak catharsis, our wounds aren't being addressed. Right. It's just going to perpetuate over and over and over again until the wounds are healed. 
And we do stick blame constantly on all sorts of people, why the world is in the state that it's in, or why, you know, culturally we are where we are, why the yeah. church is, is, you know, going to hell in the handbasket and we should go back to this or that, whatever. Yeah. It's, I've experienced being uh, admonished as a sinner in love by somebody and, and it, it, it was a good thing for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, even like we talk about stuff and you're like, no, you're wrong. Like this is... This is where you got to go with it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and and that helps out a lot, you know, but, but doing it the other way. Well, because admonishing is not, is not ridiculing. Right. It's yeah. not, it's right. not chopping somebody down. No, it's admonishing because the greater capacity to virtue is before you mm-hmm. and you have a path. Pastorally, we need to meet each other where we are, yeah. where, where the other person is to That's walk not with weak them. to do that. No. no. And me and you a lot of times couldn't be more different, mm-hmm. but I agree with you a hundred percent that it is not weak. It is not soft liberal Vatican II church to meet people where they're at. If you think that out there and you think that we are soft or liberal because of that unsubscribe, I don't care yeah. because yeah. that, that is not the, the primary option is always mercy mm-hmm. and encountering people. Our Lord left the 99 to go after the one and if you're the type of person who thinks that you can hold others to a standard that you could not live up to yourself, and you're in the it's position dangerous. to criticize them, you're setting yourself against Christ. Oh, man. And, and the other th- you yeah, need to look at yourself. Look, there was this, a couple years ago, uh, Lady Gaga posted something yes. online. And she said, she said how much she loves the church, and then she posted a picture of her with her priest and said how amazing the Eucharist was. And it, it's a... It's medicine for Praise the sick, God. right? God. This is Lady God. Gaga, right? Mm-hmm. This is an incredibly high-profile person who in no way, shape, or form leads what would, anyone would imagine to be a Catholic life, and people lost their mind. And like, mm-hmm. I shared it on You Catholic, you shared it on Church mm-hmm. Pop. Everyone's was like, how dare you share this? Look, this is a person saying how much the Eucharist means to them and how it is impacting their life and how that true presence in the Blessed Sacrament changes them. Who are you to throw stones at them. Mm-hmm. I, that, that is one of the worst things that I see in our culture is the, the immediate need to tear other people down and hold them to standards that they in no way can keep to themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg did that thing in Vocations, and I'm like, wow, he's Catholic. That's crazy. And then I started thinking about some of the movies he made. And I'm like, wow, man, maybe yeah. he's had a conversion or whatever, right? But, I mean, I didn't cast any stones. But And then later it came out, he's like, I regret making these movies, right? So, so. So I, I didn't judge him, but then he regrets it. And I'm like, beautiful. Just watch it. Just watch Mark, it. Wal- Mark Wahlberg uh, was the world meeting of families in Philadelphia. And oh. he was the MC and the Pope was there and he was MCing and he's like um, talking. He's like, and some kids, I said, I loved you and Ted. And he's like, Oh, and he's like, Holy father, don't watch that movie. Something like that. Cause Ted is, yeah, Ted is yeah. pretty raunchy. It's hilarious, yeah, it's, but it's, it's, it's that, yeah. It's but, so, but you can running. have a guy who makes the movie Ted, right. Who can then be sharing the stage with the Pope working on his behalf. And, and Mark Wahlberg, like he shares stuff all the time about his faith, how he's praying for more priests, um, yeah. how his daily prayer stuff, how he leads his children, you know, Look, you don't know these people. You don't know celebrities. You don't own them. People in, in modern culture think they have an ownership stake in celebrities. These are real people. These That's are not weird. a concept. These are people with struggles, with yeah. lives, with uh, experience, and with um, who Christ was crucified every bit as much for the most absurdly liberal, terrible actor as much as the Pope himself. Mm-hmm. And that's the fact. And then if you, if you don't think that, then that is formal heresy. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I have to make a comment to in relationship to living up to a standard, because I think I think when we're Catholic, there's certain standards and structures that help us to live out our faith and what we're called to. Um, you know, I, I say this all the time. If I didn't have the great blessing of, of the vocation to the priesthood and, you know, living out the divine mystery every day and celebrating the liturgies and the liturgy of the hours and the, and the celebration of mass, entering into the liturgical structure of the church calendar every day, I don't know where I would be. I need, I need Holy Mother Church to govern my life. She governs my life as a, as a sinner, as, as one who's, who's struggling toward virtue, but if I didn't have the structures of support, I would, I would be lost. Mm-hmm. And I certainly wouldn't be living out as much as I try to live out to the best of my ability what I'm called to as a Catholic day in and day out. So those standards, I'm grateful for the pressure. I'm grateful for having a community around me that calls me to greatness. You know, And granted, there's, there's people in the community that, that tear at me and, yeah, just, I mean, and destroy me. But, yeah. but, but at the same time, you know, I'm glad I have that. Because it, it becomes a springboard and a catalyst to greater communion with Christ. And I pray for all of these celebrities that we're talking about that are, that are willingly coming out and expressing their Catholic faith and identity. And I just encourage people that we can be a little more merciful with, with people in public office. And yeah, call to those standards and, and the virtue, but at the same time, do so in, a, in an encouraging, admonishing kind of a yeah, sense. Take mm-hmm. care of yourself first and then work on them. But, mm-hmm. you know... If you've ever felt judged in your parish or in your community, imagine what these people feel like in a hyper, hyper uh, connected global yeah. you know audience. It's it's got to be absolutely insane. And for any celebrity in today's world to share that they are Catholic and they love the Catholic faith publicly is a very brave and bold mm-hmm. thing that yes. you, we need more of out of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, how are we supposed to? How are they supposed to know that they have support? If they, if they're constantly getting criticism and what if say I, I post an article about, let's say Lady Gaga posted something about the rosary again. And I posted something about that. People would definitely be angry about it, but there are people who are happy about it because those articles do really, really well. But say they just, you know, constantly hit at her. Well, how is that going to make her want to live her faith? If the people who are supposedly living their faith are admonishing her and throwing stones at her. Yeah. I mean, so, they're admonishing her when she says she is Catholic or if an actor or an actress says they're Catholic, they're getting, you know, that's when they're getting criticized because they're saying they're Catholic. Well, you're not a good enough Catholic. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm definitely, you know, on the traditional side, but I look, you people who are doing that, that is not okay. It's mm-hmm. just, it's. That is cruel, and it is not the way that our Lord commands us to be towards other people striving for the faith. Mm-hmm. We should be praying for them, too. You know, we should be saying, yay, look at this. They did this, you know, like Jesus says about the lost sheep and uh, being happy about the one who comes back. We need to be praying that they continue to keep coming back and hopefully be in full communion with the church at some point. Not not just throwing stones and making them feel like they're not good enough or um, and then praying that they have a change of heart like Stephen Colbert. No, I do not agree with his liberal policies, but it's important to pray that that heart is just, you know, broken through with Jesus's wisdom. 
So let's go to a couple more Catholics. Let's talk about some more people we let's can talk, bash. Yeah, let's talk about some. <laughs> I, I'm I talk am about anticipating someone in this list that I really want to get to. I'm going to talk about someone that you certainly could not bash because he would drop you. That's Rambo. Sylvester <laughs> Stallone. <laughs> try, go ahead and try to bash Sylvester Stallone for being Catholic. Uh, he will put you down like a Von Drago. <laughs> He'll put you in a hole like Apollo Creed, right? Get it some. Paper champion. <laughs> so Stallone, I mean... Stallone, obviously, Rocky is one of the greatest movies oh, ever. Yeah. And the very first scene of Yo, Rocky. Father, throw me a blessing. No, that's dude. Rocky too. Blessing, man. Throw me a blessing. I love that scene. So, I, you know, he's late for the rematch with Apollo <laughs> Creed. And he's outside. This is the second movie. And he's outside the window. The priest is like, oh, Padre, you want to throw down a blessing so I don't get beat up too bad tonight? And the priest is like, the first scene of the first Rocky movie and Stallone said that he put this in there as an inspiration and also as an archetype of who Rocky was, was the very first scene in Rocky is a picture of Jesus Christ because mm-hmm. there's the, he's fighting Spider Rico in the basement of a Catholic church, right? <laughs> and it's, it, it pans down from- Can uh, we go back to Catholicism like that? Uh, right. Yeah. Oh, I would love to have a boxing ring in the basement uh, of my church. You name the time, I'll put one in there. Really? Yeah. Would you pay for it? Oh, you're down. I'm down. Oh, yeah, me, and you, oh, I'm down. me and you, mano a mano, I'll kick you in the knee. <laughs> no, so Stallone, he said, look, you know, he was obviously mega Italian and Catholic. His first scene of his first breakthrough yeah, movie, he said that Rocky was divinely inspired. He's like, there's no way that came from me. I wrote it in three days, changed the course of my life. I can wow, only attribute beautiful. that to God. But then he also said, look, he got huge in the 80s. And he's like, I fell away from my faith, you know? Oh, he's running around making tango and cash and God knows what. <laughs> <laughs> tango and cash. And, uh, or the one where he was a country singer? What? Yeah. Stallone is, cocaine's a hell of a drug, right? <laughs> That's so, he's, doesn't, That's he has that, you know, really strong Northeast accent. Yeah. And a country singer? Yeah. But, <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> he uh, so he said he fell away from uh, he fell away from the faith for a while in the eighties. Um, it's that fast. Oh no, the movie was man. called Rhinestone. It was with um, <laughs> with uh, Dolly Parton. Right, are, are you serious? I'm serious. Wow. Never... He's got a little Guido look to him though on the cover of that thing. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. total Guido. Dude. That's, oh my God. That is glorious. Hey, hey, hey. it's me and Dolly, huh? <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, my dog died, and uh, my pickup truck, it broke down, so, you know. <laughs> I gotta fix it. It's all busted. So, no, Stallone said he fell away from the faith during uh, the 80s. He was at the peak of his uh, fame. He's like, look, it's hard to to maintain faith in that kind of tempest, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you have everything and anything yeah. you want at any time. And he's like, it is, you know, you're not communicating with your family. You have no foundation. It's just all a whirlwind. He's like, I fell away from the faith. But then he said, um, uh, he... <laughs> One of his children were born sick and that he said that he just started putting everything in God's hands and he trusted God's omnipotence and that um, being Catholic puts me where I should be. I was always alone in the world. I thought I would have to handle things my own way, but I thought if I put myself in Jesus's hands and ask for insight and guidance, I'm basically taking the yoke off of me and using his wisdom to make the proper decision. That's beautiful. Good for you. Right. So blessed to. So I mean I don't know if Jesus was helping him on whether or not to make Rocky Five, because Rocky Five was pretty rough. Oof. But yeah. and the but movie after that was great. Bel- Rocky Balboa was Rocky awesome. Balboa was, but th- then Creed, Creed, Creed came out, and, and I I really like I liked both those of those. Those were good. Yeah. So Stallone, Catholic, fantastic. Uh, 
The GOAT is also Catholic, Tom Brady. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he is. Him and Giselle, they're both Catholic, both got married. Uh, they're married in the church, um, although Tom Brady's not a good Catholic, and he's probably, you know. I think he's gotten into New Age New Age stuff. Yeah. And yeah. His but, wife uh, might have gotten into some witchcraft is what they uh, were saying. Yeah. That's weird. Really? Uh, it's a recent Extra thing. prayers. Oh, recent yeah, thing. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we I covered a story like that. on yeah. that, and he told he talked about it. Um, regarding the Super like, Bowl earlier this year. Yeah, yeah how it helped his uh, his longevity yeah. or something like and that. And I, yeah. I think a the lot of that has... It's like Ricca or Wicca. Wicca, I don't know. yeah. I think it, oh, a lot wow. of it has Ricky, to do with Ricky. ignorance, though. Yeah. You know, I don't think... I mean, to me, it, it all goes back to formation. We yeah. don't know how they were formed yeah. Yeah. as Catholics, and we really can't judge. Yeah. But obviously it's wrong. But I tell you, I've, I've been invited to, you know, a box at a, you know, a, a professional sports team. I was invited to go to this, to this game. And, and, um, I was, you know, I thought it was out of personal relationship Padres and I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm gonna not comment. And can you maybe do it for the Indians too? And the Browns? <laughs> they, we, we need it. But I, I went into the box and I thought it was out of just personal friendship and relationship. And I walked in and there was like six priests. And I realized immediately that I was being used as a superstitious token. Oh my god! And I walked out. I walked out of the box, and I left. I left the the game. Oh man! And I haven't. I haven't been back. Then you know, he went so he went and worked for the Astros and went out in center field and relayed signals. But but the but the sense of come on. The, but the sense of that. I mean, it 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 opens people up to do things spiritually because they're so hungry for a win or victory. Mm-hmm. Uh, or success, worldly success, that you start opening yourself up to spiritual practices that are very questionable and at times very, very dark. And after that experience, I mean, I've I've separated myself, you know, from from those types of realities because it could even have been uh, intoxicating for me. Like, oh, this is great! I get to participate and and be at this level of involvement with a professional team and blah 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 blah. But like, that can be serious. That like, could be. Get, a, you can get infested. No, and it, it, I tell you, my gut, my gut experience was like, this is dark, and I can't participate in it. And it was definitely the Browns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Browns need an exorcism. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be happy to go there and and sprinkle hey, some exercise yeah. salt. And, I'll tell you what. Next time you come up to Cleveland, let's let's. Let, I'll get. We'll get uh, salt. We'll drive around the stadium. Let's do a. I'm, I'm let's down. do a public blessing Jeez. of the down. of the uh, factory of sadness. <laughs> do it from a helicopter. <laughs> I, I think it's important to note, though, that Tom Brady did meet Pope John Paul II. He, he had a personal meeting with him. Yep. There's cool. a picture. Yes. I saw a video. Yeah, picture of Brady and and uh, John Paul together. I mean, that's mm-hmm. a lot of championships. I'm right holding there. out hope for that man. I mean, again, that that level of of prestige and fame and you know what he's done athletically is absolutely impressive. He truly is the goat. Um, but that I, after hearing that, I mean, that's going to call me to prayer for both of yes. them. They're good. They're good people. And I just think uh, it's very easy to get sucked into that world, especially yeah. when you're immersed in it every single day. Yeah. Right. And yeah. we don't we don't know what kind of formation they've had or anything. Yeah. I mean, they obviously need administered to and hopefully God will put those people in their lives. What type of pastoral support do they have around them? And, right. and that and that is a good that's a good question. Yeah. Having that amount of money, that amount of influence being the most successful quarterback of all time and the most successful model of all time. And I mean, I just can't imagine trying to live a faith with that amount of 
Success. Success. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. the it's got to be absolutely. You have everything at your fingertips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but one thing I, I mean, I know for me personally, no matter what happens, you know, getting a new phone or getting a new computer, you know, that's all temporal. And then you're trying to fill yourself up with all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's just like never ending. And then finally, it's just like, well, I have all this stuff, but I still feel empty. All right. So this one's for you. All right. Now. I know that these are... This, this is the moment I've been waiting right. for. So, Shakira. <laughs> Shakira is a Catholic. Is but, uh, yes. She was on the list. Shout out but, to Shakira. And this one I think is probably going to be the most surprising name on here. <laughs> and I don't know mind. why it should be, but it just seems so... actually makes me happy. And <laughs> Lil Wayne is a oh practicing Catholic, a devout practicing Catholic. My no brother needs idea. to listen to this right now. Oh Thomas, listen to this. This Lil is amazing. I, I really didn't know. I'm a big Little Wayne fan, dude. I, I've, I've, I've a big Little Wayne fan. That's, been, <laughs> that, that is a sense. There's, there's this, there's this T-shirt that I've been wanting to buy for a long time, and it's the Wayne brothers, and it's the Duke, John Wayne, and, and Little Lil Wayne, Wayne on a shirt, and they're both wearing cowboy gear. Wait, do you have one? No, I need to buy one because <laughs> now that I realize that both of them are like epic Catholics. That's legit. See, this is the beauty of the Catholic Church is that you can have John Wayne and Lil Wayne, <laughs> and they're both Catholics, and there's room for everyone in between. <laughs> that's, right. that's how amazing the Catholic Church is. Mm-hmm. So, no, yeah, Lil Wayne, uh, a couple of years ago, he had like a seizure or something. Oh, wow. And I think everyone assumed it was drugs, but he actually has like epilepsy or some kind of diseases. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he was in the hospital almost in a coma or something really oh. messed up, and he really was relying on prayer. But, can you imagine for all you people out there who've been to a Little Wayne concert, which I I don't even know. I, I don't, I don't know, know what that sounds yeah. like or what that experience is like, but just know that before that concert happened, Lil Wayne and his crew yeah. read the Bible and pray rosaries before Little Wayne concerts. That's <laughs> oh incredible, gosh, dude. That's awesome. Wow. I never I, I knew never... that. Wow. That's awesome. He's yeah. immensely talented. One yeah, of the greatest he? rappers ever. Really? Yeah, I'm surprised oh. you've he ever heard him. He actually plays guitar, though. too, which I always oh, thought he's was incredibly cool. musical. He has all of his lyrics in his brain. Like, he doesn't even write write stuff down. Like, oh he works gosh. out these, these beautiful, you know, lyrical expressions. The bright guy, then. Oh, he's so he's bright, bright, man. So yeah. another very, really very talented good. musician who you might not suspect is Catholic is Jack White from the, the White Stripes and the Raconteurs. I didn't know that. He yeah. actually was... Um, Considering seminary, that's how Catholic he is. There was this really good wow. thing where him and Colbert were challenging each other. Who's to more see, Catholic? Who's more Catholic? Yeah. Who knows more about the faith? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty the funny. Catholic pretty throw funny. Down, the Catholic like throwdown, kind of like a... Yeah, yeah. I'm going to check that out. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, Catholic throwdown. So Jack White, you know, White Stripes. Yeah, wow. great band. That is amazing. Really the White Stripe almost was one of those collars. <laughs> that's yeah. probably where he got the name from. I don't think so. No, you don't think so? No. Maybe. That could be. <laughs> Maybe. So we, we've covered a lot of really high-profile... Catholics in Hollywood and in celebrities. Um, and it's look, I am in under no, I guess, uh, confusion that not all of these are going to be saints, right? Mm-hmm. They're not. They're celebrities who were raised Catholic and their faith impacts their art and their performances. And they try to publicly at least mention the fact they're Catholic. And we at least owe them the dignity to. Accept that, and even if they're not good Catholics, at least accept them that they are part of the body of Christ and pray for them. Mm. Now, but there are some Catholics in Hollywood who are actually, you know, uh, there are some Catholics in Hollywood who are astoundingly good Catholics, very orthodox, that I think that a lot of people should know about. Um, 
One of them is uh, Patricia Heaton. Oh, yeah. So she was on um, uh, Everyone Loves Raymond and then the show The Middle, which is a really good show. And now uh, she's got a new show called Carol's Second Act. Something like that, yeah. yeah. But there's she, she's said a lot of things that are just incredibly orthodox. She's very pro-life. She's very, I guess, brave that in the face of Hollywood, she has yeah. no holds barred about being orthodoxly Catholic. No, she she's always talking about how pro-life she is, and she she is not afraid to speak her faith yeah. anymore. Um, she had a she had a recent experience with the Eucharist, and she said the Eucharist she just brought her to tears during Mass, mm. and then um, that was when I think she she fell away from the church for a while. And she ended up, she did get divorced and remarried, but she got her marriage blessed in the church and got that other marriage annulled. And um, her, one of her sisters is actually a sister in the De- Nashville Dominicans. Oh, wow. In, in, I love that. Yes. The Nashville Dominicans are amazing. They are amazing. Oh, they should be celebrities. And, yes. they, we've got some at schools. Really? And so she, she also recently did an interview with Stephen Colbert and that, that article went huge on our website. She said, she she just said it with such humility about her career. It was so beautiful. She said, you should glorify God with your career rather than yourself. And she's come to realize that. Mm. And she talked about overcoming her drinking habit. She was having a drinking, she had a drinking habit and she just flat out quit and said, this isn't good for my life. And you know, she, she talked about, she didn't say it, you know, the memento mori. She talked, she, she uh, hinted at that and said how she's kind of realizing that death is, you know, could happen any day, especially because she's getting older and she's really just, I guess, connecting more with her faith and with our Lord. So that's her, a, that's pretty bold for a, a celebrity to be message. that straightforward with their faith. Yes. Yeah. It's so, I mean, and she she's just such a blessing, I think, to society right now because we really need that kind of a, an example. Yeah. Another uh, celebrity that's very Catholic and very open about their faith in a very powerful way is James Bond, Pierce Brosnan. Yes. Oh. Pierce Brosnan, uh, he's the Irish Bond, right? You know, um, and Pierce Brosnan played Bond, I think, for three or four films, and he was great as Bond, but uh, he went through some pretty difficult moments in his life and uh but the catholic faith surprisingly is what carries james bond you know mm. so do you yeah. have anything from him on your yeah on your i site? have a i have a quote from him he said prayer helped me in those moments of time i think he had a family member or his wife his was wife sick. died his mm. wife died yeah pierce brosnan's wife died it helped me with the loss of my wife to cancer and with a child who had fallen on tough times now prayer helps me to be a father to be an actor and to be a man. It always helps to have a bit of prayer in your back pocket. At the end of the day, you have to have something. And for me, that is God, my Catholic upbringing, my faith. You have been, you have to be as kind as you can be to yourself and to other people. And you have to live life as boldly as you can. Outstanding. Great. Outstanding. I didn't know. Good jobs, Jay. Yeah. Bob. I had no Bond. idea. Yeah. I just watched Mrs. Doubtfire the other day, and he was in Oh, yeah, he, he is in that, in that movie. And it was with Robin Williams, one of my favorite scenes in Robin <laughs> Williams' film, 
was when he threw the orange at the back of his head and hit him in the head. He's like, <laughs> it was a run, it was a drive-by fruiting. <laughs> uh, as a good Catholic, I'm sure you forgave him. Oh. Or her, Mrs. Duffer, her, whatever. And Pierce Brosnan's response, like reaction. Is, oh, man, he played a great character in that film. Uh, another good, uh, I mean, maybe not as famous here, but in Europe certainly is uh, Andrea Bocelli. Mm. Oh. And he's one of the four tenors. He's just, one of the greatest, uh, you know, operatic Is he blind? Sing- Is he the one that's blind? Yes, yes. he's okay. blind. I, I don't think he's fully blind, but legally blind. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, absolutely. The Catholic faith definitely guides his life. I think there was even his uh, mother was advised to have an abortion and being uh, because he had developmental Special issues. Needs, yeah. And she didn't because of her faith. And now because of her courage and her decision, we have one of the greatest voices that is mm. you know the human ear has ever heard what a great story oh, yeah. has has been able to grace the church sing at the vatican multiple times um because his mother had that type of faith and that faith carries on in him you know and he recently visited the tomb of padre pio or in, and venerated his incorrupt body and he said he's had a he's had a devotion to saint padre pio and he said he's always felt his protection mm. and he also uh, went and walked on his knees in reverence. I believe it was at Fatima. And he said, every breath becomes a prayer. Mm. He yeah. is devoutly Catholic. Mm. It is just so beautiful to see. And he recently sang, um, I think at the the Padre Pio, when he visited that, he sang the Ave Maria. I think it was for his mother. But mm. um, yeah, he, he sang it. At the no, it was at the blessed transit of Padre Pio this year, and he was wearing a rosary around his neck. Beautiful. He mm. is so. I mean, I can't even tell you how how amazing of a Catholic example he pa- is. Padre Pio has such a reach. Padre just, Pio is just a powerhouse. Oh, yeah. yeah. I I have a a lock of his beard. You do? Oh, yeah, wow. I, I, it's right next to my bed. I sleep oh next to it all the time. I got to see can that I get, sometime. Can I get a hair from that? No. Come on, man. You come on, over man. anytime. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my parents have a, a piece of his a cloth dipped in his blood. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, mm-hmm. Wow. Being bearded, I think I'd want to go for the beard, though. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, oh, I man. love it. me up, dude. I mean, just, just, a, <laughs> just a little snip. Yeah, come on. I won't, yeah, one strand. Hey, you never know. Maybe somebody will reach out and just send you one. Yeah, ex that would be ex uh, talking pronunciation. That'd be uh, ex capillaris, uh, or uh, well, actually, that'd be ex barbus. Barbus, yeah, barbus, yeah. barbus. Um, another one, and uh, I think we we've talked about him before. Um, Harry Connick Jr., another really good singer, but this guy's really Catholic, man. He's really he does a lot of stuff. He supports like nuns. He supports all kinds of uh, Catholic works. Um, a good. New Orleans, Louisiana, Louisiana Catholic, Catholic, you know, which is a Catholic breed unto themselves, and they're they're just awesome. My uh, where Little Wayne's from? My, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, I see, know that he's Orleans, Yeah, yeah. My uncle's from New Orleans and Louisiana, and that brand of Catholicism—it's just a wild and wooly French Southern Catholic. It's really—it's actually really awesome. Don't they have a lot of perpetual adoration chapels my, down there? Yeah, my one it's of insane. my one of my um, great aunts was actually a um, cloistered Carmelite down there. Wow. Yeah. yeah, a ton of religious orders. The Jesuits have great prominence there in, in relationship to evangelization, you know, French settlement, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Pretty special. Mm-hmm. Deep roots of faith. So, you know, we we talked about a lot of celebrities, right? 
And we can keep on going with this list on yeah. and on and on. And I think the point is that there is Catholics in Hollywood. They're not all perfect, but the ones that at least have the courage to say they are Catholic, even in the face of their imperfections, we should be supporting instead of tearing down. Uh, us tearing down the Catholics who are strong enough to say, I am Catholic in this crazy dark environment, deserve our support no matter what level of fidelity they have. If they're very uh, faithful, then we should celebrate them. If they're not terribly faithful, but still are trying, we should support them and pray for them. 100% agreed. Yeah. We, need, we need to do that. We don't agree too often, but I think we agree that, on this. Absolutely. Yes. absolutely. This whole episode, I mean, yeah. we've been in agreement, which is... That's why I sit in between you guys. Yeah. It's the Holy Spirit. Yeah, otherwise, we're going to be having Stallone uh, direct a boxing match between us <laughs> in the basement of your church. church. <laughs> He's going to be looking in the mirror, yo padre, bless myself because I don't want to get beat up too bad. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, and you know, if any of these celebrities want to be on the Catholic talk show. Yeah. Oh, you're more than welcome. Reach out to us. We are so happy that you're on the show today. And we're so blessed to have you here in the studio. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your gifts. I'm so glad to be here. So now make sure you go to churchpop.com. Really great website. Uh, A lot of, um, you know, I'm friends with the founder. Um, You and I have worked together, uh, sharing articles back and forth for a couple years. So um, great partners of the show. They share our show every week. Yes, and, we do. Uh, I write an article for the show every week. Yeah. So definitely go check them out, support them. Um, why don't you tell them how they can support us too? So if you go to patreon.com forward slash the Catholic talk show, you'll see ways that you could support us in multiple tiers. And that again, helps us to reach new markets and to reach new audiences around the world and bring in people just like we have today. What a gift church pop is to the church. And truly there's so many of my parishioners that subscribe to you and, and really uh, receive a lot of content. They've been very excited to share the fact that, Oh, I saw the Catholic talk show on, on church pop. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're, they're curious to find out. Yeah, shout know. out to Brantley. Brantley's a guy. <laughs> yes. Thanks. And Caroline. Yes. And Caroline. Uh, anyone you want to give a shout out to or how they can follow you? Um, well, I, you can follow us at church pop. You can follow me at, uh, Jay Brookpile on Instagram. And J.M. Burkpile on Twitter because J. Burkpile wasn't available. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Jacqueline Burkpile on Facebook. So, um, and you can follow my friend Caroline's uh, blog at Be Still by Caroline. She has a beautiful blog and sells amazing jewelry. Cool. People to follow. And Brantley. Mm-hmm. He has a website. I just, yeah. is Brantley Milligan? Milligan. 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 But, you know, what we were talking about before, you know, Delacrosse mentioned how, you know, he got off of Facebook because of the negativity and social media is a medium and it's all about who you follow. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's some positive people out there to follow. There's some positive celebrities and, and priests and religious that are out there doing their thing and sharing the good news. So be sure to subscribe to them and follow them and Post materials that that edify, you yeah. know, support people publicly on these forums of, of criticism. You know, get out there and let your voice be heard. Represent Christ who continues to admonish the sinner in a loving way by meeting them where they are and walking with them in faith. We walk together and we're so happy to, to do that with the show and for you to join us each and every week. And so a big shout out to our patrons too. Uh, we really, we can't do this show without you. Right. We don't have Hollywood funding. We don't got billionaires <laughs> backing us. We, it's all, we have you. Yeah, yeah, we have you. And without you, we really couldn't do it. So go yeah. to patreon.com forward slash the Catholic talk show, uh, considering, uh, supporting us so we continue having guests and, 
paying Howard to run the cameras and <laughs> keep the lights on because we can't do it without you. So we really appreciate your support. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And see you next week.